3: This morning, chaos in Kabul, the escalating crisis taking lives as civilians desperately attempt to flee the Taliban stronghold. Health system pressure, Sydney hospitals struggling as COVID outbreaks surge through wards from the east to the west. Tipping point Melbourne under curfew as restrictions extend by two weeks. And vaccine incentives, another major company offering sweeteners for employees to get the jab.
4: This is 7 News with Jody Spears.
3: Good morning. We begin with the unfolding crisis gripping Afghanistan. Australia is negotiating a landing spot at Kabul airport to urgently evacuate citizens and visa holders as the situation worsens. There were frantic scenes as thousands of Afghans tried desperately to board planes and flee the capital following the Taliban takeover. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Woywood. Good morning, David. A humanitarian disaster is unfolding before our eyes.
1: Uh, yes, this has been a cataclysmic uh, failure of foreign policy, uh, Jody, on so many levels here. It is now crystal clear that the United States has so badly mishandled and misjudged the situation in Afghanistan. Look, uh, just weeks ago, US President Joe Biden had assured the nation that it would be a swift yet orderly withdrawal from the country. He said that there would be no Saigon moment. That is those images of people having to be plucked from uh, rooftops, but today in Afghanistan, Afghanistan. Arguably, the situation is a whole lot more desperate than that. Chaos and confusion at Kabul airport as thousands of frightened Afghans converge on the runway desperate to get out of the country. American military cargo planes preparing for takeoff as crowds cling to the fuselage. The high stakes bid to escape ending in tragedy for at least one man seen falling from this plane as it takes off. Panic as people clamour onto air bridges and surround aircraft on the tarmac. At least five people have died as thousands try to escape the incoming Taliban. Outside the airport, the sound of gunfire spooks an already nervous crowd. Those who have no choice but to stay are terrified about what a return to Taliban rule will mean for their families, while gains made by women in the past two decades are likely to be ruled back under militant control.
4: There are already reports of target killings and looting in the city. Kabul residents are living in absolute fear right now.
1: Taliban fighters have taken over security checkpoints across the city. Militants with rifles slung over their shoulders patrol the streets. Fear is mounting. The time is running out for those trapped in Kabul. Dozens of countries have begun evacuating their own nationals as well as Afghan interpreters, embassy guards and contractors. Australian Defence Force troops flew out of Brisbane yesterday on a mercy mission to rescue 130 Australians still in the country and Afghans who helped in our military efforts. While at an emergency meeting of the UN Security Council, a global call for refuge for those Afghans desperate to escape.
4: We need to all do more and the time to step up is now.
1: Joe Biden has just returned to the White House in the past few hours. He has been on a break. Look, we are expecting him to address this issue directly in the next couple of hours, but already intelligence allies of the United States are going public. They are now on the record saying that this has been a monumental failure. And, of course, Jody, it comes with that massive humanitarian price tag too.
3: Absolutely. OK, David Woodward in the US, thank you back home and there are fears for sick patients after five people tested positive to COVID-19 in a Sydney oncology ward. Two staff and three patients already battling cancer from St George Hospital in Cogra have now been forced into isolation. The staff are fully vaccinated while only two patients have received their first dose. Cases have tripled at Nepean Hospital, a further 14 patients and one staff member also testing positive. At after the state recorded its highest daily number of cases at 478.
2: Our community transmission numbers are disturbingly high and we can't
3: stress enough how hard all of us have to work to reduce these numbers. Regional communities are on high alert with almost 100 cases now linked to the Dubbo cluster. Melbourne's lockdown has been extended to September 2, as contact tracers scramble to find the source of eight outbreaks across the city. Tighter restrictions are now in place. Large-scale construction sites must reduce staffing to 25 per cent, and illegal engagement party sparked widespread concern. There'll be more people who will die if we see more of these events. Victoria has declared the ACT a hotspot, while Dan Andrews says it's too soon to make a call on whether the AFL Grand Final will be played at the MCG. The ACT now faces an extended period in lockdown as Canberra's COVID-19 cluster grows to 28. Let's go live now to Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. One of those was a school student who was infectious in the community.
2: Yes, a student from Lynham High School who attended classes for up to four days while infectious. The ACT recorded an explosion of 19 new cases yesterday, surging from just two the previous day. The concerning spike triggering an extension of Canberra's lockdown for two weeks until at least the 2nd of September. Another case is an aged care worker with ACT Health still working desperately to determine the source of 12 other cases. Health authorities saying while the rise in numbers was expected everyone must play their part to ensure the virus doesn't spread further.
1: This is concerning and it demonstrates that the virus is active in our community. We have been expecting this though and we will continue to see more cases in the coming days.
2: The lockdown sparking calls for the next sitting fortnight of Parliament to be cancelled. The Prime Minister and Opposition Leader are still in Canberra, but with states closing their borders, including Victoria labelling labelling the ACT a red zone, it's not yet clear how many politicians would actually be in Canberra able to travel uh,
3: to be here in time for Question Time. Jodie? OK, Taylor, thank you. There's more chaos at the New South Wales-Queensland border. More than 6,000 vehicles were stopped yesterday 606 were turned back, refused entry to the Sunshine State, among those essential workers who now need to prove they've had at least one dose of the vaccine despite holding a border exemption. Gold Coast University is offering a glimmer of hope, though, looking for volunteers to trial a new COVID-19 vaccine. Residents in Darwin and Catherine are waking up in a snap three-day lockdown. It comes after a man in his 30s tested positive to COVID-19 almost a week after arriving in Darwin. He originally tested negative to the virus when leaving hotel quarantine in Sydney. Two close contacts, a taxi and an Uber driver have been identified. Police are investigating after a man was stabbed in the arm following an alleged domestic fight in Sydney's West. Paramedics treated the man at the Marylands' home before taking him to Westmead Hospital. The injury isn't life-threatening. NRL star Andrew Fafita will undergo surgery today after suffering a career-threatening injury. Fafita took a knock to the throat during Cronulla's loss to Newcastle on the weekend. Struggling to breathe after the match, the 32-year-old was treated by paramedics before being rushed to Royal Brisbane Hospital and placed in an induced coma. He will have surgery on his fractured larynx. A traffic cop has been busted by his own body cam video abusing drivers while letting a fellow officer go without a ticket. The behaviour is now the subject of a Queensland corruption investigation, but some say the case may typify what happens when police are pushed to their limits.
4: Pulled over for speeding, the driver of this BMW is having a bad day. He's not the only one. Sit in the car. Show now. me what I was booked Set at. Sit in the car. I'm not scared of you, buddy. I'm the senior constable's own body-worn camera captures him arguing with the driver now. before he draws his taser.
1: Get in the car. Well, you're going to point a
4: gun at me. No, I'm going to taser you. you <laughs> c- this incident in 2018 was the subject of a misconduct proceeding, but there's more. Here, the same senior constable pulls over a speeding bike. But when a badge is flashed, he realizes the rider is an off-duty officer. Oh,
3: really? Should know better.
4: And he lets him go.
1: All <laughs> oh, good, mate. Take it easy, eh? See ya.
4: The case is just one of several being scrutinised by the C. It was similar in 2017 when he pulled over another vehicle. You're an idiot. I'm driving like a spastic up here. The driver reveals he has a disability. I am a spastic, mine on retarded anyway, so it doesn't matter. Thank you. In his defence, the senior constable was being treated for post-traumatic stress disorder related to a fatal siege in 2009 and has since undergone counselling. The officer expressed regret during a disciplinary hearing.
1: I've always prided myself on doing the right thing.
4: I'm annoyed at myself. It's symptomatic of the stress some officers continue to serve under. Max Futcher, 7 News.
3: Telstra employees will be given $200 vouchers once they're fully vaccinated. The incentive was thought up in place of mandatory vaccinations. The Telco will reward vaccinated employees with 200 appreciation points, which can be redeemed for gifts. The incentive program will run until December 31, with points applied retrospectively for those who have already had the jab. Cardiologists are warning people over the age of 65 to take their heart health seriously. The number of valve-related diseases is surging and there are signs to know if you're in trouble. Grandfather
0: Phil Holmes could have almost died of a broken heart.
3: If I hadn't listened to my heart, I wouldn't be standing here talking to you today.
0: His regular gym sessions had left the 71-year-old unusually tired.
3: I knew something wasn't right, it just wasn't me.
0: Phil's one of the 500,000 Australians diagnosed with a faulty heart valve, those little doors that keep our blood pumping in the right direction. Symptoms include...
2: Usually shortness of breath or fatigue with exercise. And... Dizzy spells or blackouts or chest pain.
0: But that's if you're lucky, more than 250,000 of us have no symptoms at all, right now walking around with a defective valve. That frightening figure is estimated to soar over the next three decades. At the heart of this spiralling crisis is a simple message for those aged over 65. If you haven't already, book in to see your GP and ask them to listen to your heart. It's a simple checkup that could save your life. If left unchecked, it can cause long-term damage, even a fatal heart attack. But if, like in Phil's case, it's picked up early, a simple hospital procedure can fix it right up. So go on and follow your heart. Sonny Marinelli, 7 News. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.
4: Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen
3: Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading slightly up this morning, the Nasdaq is lower, in London the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower, Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell, the All Lords lost ground as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1788 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 67 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.37 US cents, 80 Japanese yen and a dollar New Zealand. A 69-year-old man has died after slamming through a guardrail into a tree on the Gold Coast. Police are investigating whether speed played a factor or if the man suffered a medical episode shortly before the crash. The death toll from the disastrous earthquake in Haiti has climbed to almost 1,300 as the scale of the devastation becomes clearer. Entire towns have been reduced to rubble. Rescuers are now racing the clock to find survivors before a tropical storm hits, threatening a deluge that could trigger flooding and landslides. Many displaced residents are sleeping outside, fearing what's left of their homes could collapse. A huge wildfire is burning outside Jerusalem, forcing the evacuation of several towns and villages. Hundreds of firefighters are battling the blaze, while water-bombing aircraft have also been brought in to fight the flames. High temperatures and strong winds are helping the fire spread on multiple fronts. Jerusalem is blanketed in a thick wall of smoke. Reaching the age of 100 is no mean feat, so no wonder this man chose to mark the occasion in a big way. American war veteran Tom Rice decided a tandem parachute jump was just the thing to mark his century. He was given a rousing reception when he reached the ground, but he's no novice. Tom served in World War II in the Parachute Regiment and jumped over Normandy, France on D-Day. In sport, AFL legend Eddie Betts has retired from professional football after 17 years. Richmond captain Trent Cotchen will miss his club's final game with a knee injury and West Coast midfielder Dom Sheed has escaped suspension for his hit in the Western Derby. Newcastle's run home to finals will be without Origin star Daniel Safiti. The prop ruled out for three to five weeks with a knee injury. Former NRL legend James Maloney has retired from football, the 5'8 departing Super League club Catalan's Dragons. Less than a fortnight after his inspiring performance in Tokyo, Aussie Peter Bowl is back in action, winning the men's 800 metres at a meet in Poland. The West Australian blitzed the field with a time of 1 minute and 45 seconds, pipping Poland's Patrick Dobek, who beat him for bronze in Tokyo. Boll is showing no signs of slowing down, claiming he's deciding to stay hungry. Test cricket was on full display this morning with India pulling off a sensational victory at Lords against England. With the equation set at 272 to win in 60 overs, the Poms desperately attempted to cling to a draw. However, after a stunning collapse and a half hour left in the day, Indian paceman Mohammed Siraj had some other plans. India now lead the series 1-0. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, brisk winds in the wake of a front will bring showers to Tasmania and southern Victoria. Onshore winds will direct a few showers over New South Wales's north and Queensland's east coasts. A trough will trigger showers and a few storms over WA's west and south. A high will lead to settled conditions elsewhere. Around the capitals today, sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 24 degrees. Mostly sunny, a top of 18 in Sydney. Early frost, then partly cloudy, 14 in Canberra. Showers easing in Melbourne, 14 as well. Cloudy in Hobart today with a top of 13 degrees. A possible shower, 15 in Adelaide. Mostly sunny, 23 degrees in Perth. And sunny and 34 in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Tuesday, the 17th of August.